reading today is taken from Luke's Gospel, chapter 22, verses 39 to 46. Jesus went out as usual to the Mount of Olives, and his disciples followed him. On reaching the place, he said to them, Pray that you will not fall into temptation. He withdrew about a stone's throw beyond them, knelt down and prayed, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. An angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. And being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. When he rose from prayer and went back to the disciples, he found them asleep, exhausted from sorrow. Why are you sleeping? he asked them. Get up and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. As I reflected on this passage, there were three things that really stood out for me, um, which I wanted to share with you. Um, and those three things, the importance of prayer, Jesus's obedience to God's will and Jesus's love. So starting first with the importance of prayer, we see in verse 39 that Jesus goes to the Mount of Olives as usual. In the message translation of the Bible, we're told that Jesus went as he so often did. Now, the Mount of Olives was a mountain ridge running along the east side of Jerusalem, separated from the city walls by the Kidron Valley. We're not told specifically in this passage why Jesus went there often, but I wonder whether it, were, it was somewhere quiet, um, away from the hustle and bustle of the city. And so that was somewhere he withdrew to when he was in Jerusalem, to spend time alone with his father in prayer, perhaps. We do know every time Jesus went to visit his friends Lazarus, Lazarus Mary and Martha, he was on the Mount of Olives because they lived in Bethany, which was situated on the eastern slope of the Mount. Um, and the way to get there from Jerusalem was over the Mount of Olives. Now, it's striking to me that in this passage, Jesus instructs the disciples who are with him, not once, but twice, to pray that they will not fall into temptation. We see that first of all in verse 40 and then again after they've fallen asleep and been woken by Jesus in verse 46. And of course, when Jesus teaches the disciples how to pray by giving them the model of what we call the Lord's Prayer, which can be found in Luke chapter 11, as well as Matthew chapter 6, he instructs us when we pray to say, and lead us not into temptation, or as the message translation puts it, keep us safe from ourselves and the devil. So clearly, this is important thing to pray for regularly. We all know that there's sin within us and that the devil's schemes are strong and that temptation to fall into sin can be powerful. But we also know that God is stronger and that he will not tempt us beyond that which we can bear. And prayer is key in not falling into temptation. So let's, friends, pray regularly for this. The second thing that stands out to me in the passage is Jesus's obedience to God's will. 
And again, this reminds me of the Lord's Prayer, which of course includes the words, your will be done. In verse 42, we read that Jesus prays, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me, yet not my will, but yours be done. The reference here to the cup is to the cup of suffering and wrath of God. The prophet Isaiah prophesies about this cup in Isaiah 51 verses 17 to 23 and he talks of the people of Jerusalem having drunk from the cup of the Lord's wrath which caused them to stagger before going on in verse 22 to share God's message to the people that the cup is destined to change hands and they will never drink from it again. So in this passage in Luke we see Jesus almost desperately pleading with God that he would not have to bear this cup because he knows the suffering and death that goes with it. But he also declares that ultimately, if it is God's will, he is willing to bear it. He is willing to sacrifice himself, literally in Jesus's case, in order that God's will be done. As we read in Philippians 2 verse 8, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. And it's interesting, I think, that it's only Jesus, the one who we see praying so earnestly in this passage, who remains strong during the next few hours of this first Monday, Thursday and Good Friday. And that is because, I suggest in verse 43, as we see, in response to his prayers, an angel from heaven appears and strengthens him. Through prayer, if we are willing, God will strengthen us and give us the resources to be obedient to his will. And lastly, but by no means least, the third thing, and the thing that always stands out to me when I read this passage, is Jesus's love. In Winnie's reflection on 1 Corinthians 13 verses 1 to 7 last Thursday, which is the passage about love which we often hear read at weddings, Winnie said that she views that passage as a summary of Jesus's life and ministry because Jesus's life and ministry was love and was about love and here in the Garden of Gethsemane we see that love in action. The anguish that Jesus goes through in verse 44 we're told that his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground as he prayed it was all for us. Jesus was prepared to go through that anguish, that pain, to sweat that blood and ultimately to give up his life on the cross for us, for humanity, for you, for me, for our salvation and so that we might be reconciled with God the Father. Jesus took that cup of suffering and God's wrath and bore it for us. Love in action. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, help us to pray. May your spirit within us give us the discipline we need to regularly come to you and spend time with you in prayer. And in particular, Lord, we pray that we would not fall into temptation. Lord, help us to be obedient to your will. Give us discerning ears to hear your will for our lives and the lives of those around us and strengthen us and give us what we need to be obedient to that will. Help us to be humble in order that we might be obedient. And forgive us, Lord, for the times when we have not been obedient.
And Lord, we want to thank you, to thank you once again for sending your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, love in action, to give up his life for us on the cross. How marvellous, how wonderful is the Saviour's love for me. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.